Hi, this is Scott Bakula, and you're listening to TrekMate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the TrekMate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. Hello everybody, my name's Jude Hawkins. Yes, welcome and... uh... This week, as I'm sure you've guessed by whatever the title of the show is, I had an idea for it the other night, um, we're finally going to be talking positively about some new Trek, which is amazing. It really Uh, is a strange new world. Yeah, that's going to be the overall theme of tonight's episode, is just being positive about new Trek and what a damn relief it is. It's happened. It's It's finally happened. Yeah. Oh, and I tell you what, it's a relief. Yes, it is. Yeah, um, I um, I realised that on my TV that I I on my app thing that I've got that it was that I was just stumbled on it. Basically, it was just like oh, recently added shows, and that was there. I was like oh, gotta give that a watch. Um, and I did what I've done with all the new ones. I'm just like sat there, just going like, please be, please be good. I know you might be awful. You're probably going to be awful, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and I'll sit through whatever you force feed me, you know. Um, and then I was watching it, you know, saying, just please be good. And like I was like, this is actually, this is good. Like, you know, yeah. it was telling the story at the beginning of, uh, of your main character. And then um, um, it what struck me like five, ten minutes in is like, oh, this is hit- hitting the same beats as the old 90s Trek shows where like you had that uh well sometimes it would only be less than a minute for that first intro but I think we got a few minutes for the, the story but they did that sometimes on the old one but mm-hmm. then you get the song and, and it was really good we got the um space you know we got that and and then the theme song itself like the visuals looked like old Trek but modernized N- not to the point that they've done with the other ones but um somewhere mm-hmm. Close to what they did with um, the animated one recently, Lower what? Decks, but it just just looked really nice. It's it, it isn't honestly really really just nice enjoyable intro because it, it it it's so it it has got that fresh new take on like mm-hmm. the like the orgasmic cum shots of uh, the Enterprise yeah. and the, super colourful and and. Also, like so many, it's just scenes. the right balance of old and new. I felt one shot. Right. One shot looks like a total homage to like apart from Voyager's intro, like the part mm. where the, the Enterprise goes through and like you're seeing up through like this asteroidy sort of uh, planet mm. bit. And I was like, that is so Voyager. Yeah, I think there's loads of nods in this, and I've only seen two episodes. Wayne's seen three. Um, but I just feel like throughout the episodes, there's loads of nods to things. And obviously we're getting characters we already know, mm-hmm. um, which is good. But I didn't feel like I did when I was watching Discovery and Picard, where they're like force feeding at you going, you know, oh, here's that thing you like. Remember, you know, and and it's, mm-hmm. it's an excuse for its existence. Like it's the bad writing. It's like, yeah, you can write all these bad stories, bad characters, but here's Data. You know, here's Guinan, you know, or yeah. whatever. Like, I, I didn't feel like that. I felt like, like, no, this feels good. Like, okay, we've got a new Nurse Chappelle. We've got a new number one. We've got, you know, all Mate, these we actually get to learn the cast and learn their yeah, names. Within, like, one episode. Yeah. It's like, well, that's weird. Yeah. 
and but and, um, it, it's, again, it's like what is what was old is new again. With the uh, that's what they used to do in the nineties. They would say, "Here's your captain. Here's his crew." But also, not only do you know their names, but you know a little bit about them and why they want to do the job they want to do. And and as we get on, like episode, because after watching episode one, I was like, I really enjoyed that. I hope that number two doesn't let me down. I was in shock. No, seriously. I'm not going to sound like I'm joking here. Like, I'm someone who has, like, trouble sleeping sometimes. Sometimes I lay awake just thinking about stuff or having nightmares or a bit of both. It's not often that I lay awake thinking of good stuff, like happy stuff. But I was in bed, not able to sleep, because I was like, was that good? I really think that was good, that show. But am I so tired or... My head's so mm-hmm. messed up, and I wasn't drinking. I've not been hardly drinking at all for uh, nearly a month now, uh, which is another story. But uh, but yeah, I was I was in shock in bed, just going. I think I just watched a really good new Star Trek show, and did I miss something? It was like the opposite to Phantom Menace all those years ago, which I always reference that mm-hmm. when I went to see that film, and it was like you know at the time like. It was crap. You know, if we're comparing it to the 70s stuff, Phantom, there is good stuff from it. But, like, at that time, I was like, was that a bad film? No, it, it can't have been bad. It, it's got Star Wars in the title. It's got Jedis in it. Like, mm-hmm. But this one, like, I've been so used to bad modern Trek. I just couldn't believe it that I'd actually watched a good show. Mm-hmm. And that's what, when I said to you, after you said that to me, I was like, Okay, I'm really looking forward to watching it. I watched it and I was like, that was really good. I just hope it's not going to turn around and bite us in the arse. Oh, yeah, and that was my other thought, yeah. It's like, well, if that was good, it must have been a trick. They're tricking me. (laughs) I don't know what they did in that first episode to make it good, but I presume that the second one's going to be awful now and they're going to make me hate all the characters and going to go into this nonsensical story, but it's like... Oh, they just did it again. They just pulled out another good episode, and then there's all sorts of mixed emotions. Like, well, if they can do, if they can do that, what they used to do, why haven't they been doing that for all the shows? Like, what's the problem with? Well, I know what the problem is with the other ones, but uh, but why they couldn't do what they're doing here? No idea. Mm-hmm. But and... yeah, it was a nice, oh, it was a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling, like refreshing, like having our old trek back, but still brand new. What you've not and seen also, before. It's, it's, it's <clears> nice <throat> to see the episodic nature of Trek coming back. Each episode yeah. is very much its own it story. Very much TNG Voyager like where we are we are moving forward character stories and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're watching it in order. But yeah, like I say episodic, it doesn't matter. You've got these individual stories which are done in forty six minutes, which are great. You know, you can you can tell a story in that time, learn about the character, your main characters from the show, but also have a really cool uh, alien of the week story going on, and and it's worked fine on the on the two I've seen so far. Well, it, it, and also it's um, I can confirm with episode three, they continue on. Uh, like it, it seems to be that that they are doing the old thing of using an episode to highlight one member of the crew and to like yeah. kind of forward their character progression and get you to know them a little bit more. And, yeah. and uh, the third one uh, lets us get to know number one a bit more as oh, well. Nice. Yeah, I was looking forward to, to getting to know her better. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, they, they still are, you know, doing a little bit on the other characters. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, you're right. We have sort of got one main character each. So for oh, those first yeah. three episodes, do not get me wrong. It's a question of they do not just solely concentrate on that one character. We get to know that character a bit better, whilst at the same time still spending time with the rest of the crew. Still get, and also what I love about this is it's none. Of it is a one-man band. There isn't one cast member that is solving every riddle, that's saving goodness, every yeah. episode. It, it is a it is a Starfleet ship. They all have their job. They all have their purpose. They all work well as a team. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you feel um, that straight away, which yeah, exact opposite of Discovery. 
absolutely and it's they are it's it just seems to be like they're they're hitting all of the right notes and after watching episode three i'm now so my first thought after watching episode three was shit i'm I, once this series finishes i might be having to buy another canvas because yeah. I'm just enjoying this show so much. I'm like, if it carries on at this pace, it's going to be up there. It's going to be yeah. up there with the rest. I'm, I'm totally happy with that. I've been feeling awkward, to say the least, for a while. The fact that like, I love getting together with you on the podcast and talking Trek, but it's sad in a way that like, every time it comes around to modern Trek, like, we're, uh, we're talking bad about it. And, and that's not my fault. I, I, can't take, I can only take a tiny bit of responsibility for that but uh recently uh, i think it's okay to say but we went on um the engage podcast which don't know mm-hmm. when that will come out Soon but uh, i knew that we were going to be on it and it wasn't till the last minute that i said to wayne like oh what are we talking about and you said uh, oh how could we make discovery better and i was like oh for fuck's sake like <laughs> just because like it was no offense to to simon and jamie i'm just i'm fed up of that being what we do is talk negative about new Trek. I, I, I did enjoy doing that episode because I love speaking to Simon and Jamie on their show. But uh, but it's just sad that you have to have that conversation about everything that they're doing wrong. And it seems so obvious. Um, mm-hmm. You know, bad writing, lack of leadership in the writer's room and in CBS and Paramount, whatever. Um, but I don't know what they did this time round, but they've got it right. I, I don't know if it's like... A bit like what happened with Deep Space Nine all those years ago, where for some reason they didn't care about it all that much. They were just like, "Oh, we're not going to worry about this show too much. You go, we'll we'll trust you with it, Iris Stephen Bear. You do what you want. We'll give you a bit of leeway." And suddenly, all these people are talking about, "Wow, this is really good." Like, is that what's happened here? Is it because they weren't putting this one under a magnifying glass? And I, I honestly. Like, don't know because I'm trying to figure out who I've not the done the research. Are. Yeah, I've not done the research. Can I kind of this time for once? I didn't want to look behind the curtain, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see what the secrets of the magic tricks were. I was, I thought, no, I'm just, I'm just going to enjoy it. Like, let's watch a few more episodes, then I'll see like who's writing, what have they done before, why is this so much better, like. But there's answers there. I've just not looked for them because I, I just wanted to enjoy it for once. Well, it's, it seems to me like I, just after like a quick Google, mm. uh, it, it lists the creators as Akiva Goldsman, Alex Kurtzman and Jenny Lamette. Akiva Goldsman and Alex Kurtzman are both um, Discovery as well, obviously, I think Alex, Alex Kurtzman, Kurtzman. This is just he's, my opinion. He's, but I he's think in charge he, of everything. He's just the top dog now, um, and he's not been doing a good job on the other ones. I'm sorry, like it don't even feel like that's opinion for me anymore. He's just not. He dropped the ball that they've that they've given him if he's mm-hmm. been in charge. And so when I see his name come up at the beginning, I think your your name's just there in um, you know it's just a just a name on a piece of paper. I don't know what he's actually done. Because mm-hmm. it's not saying, it's not crediting him as a writer, just as executive producer, I think, you know, which can mean nothing in this day but and age. Akiva Goldsman and Jenny Lamette are both on the Discovery, were both on the Discovery team as well, mm. which I find interesting because obviously there's been a whole bunch of people on the Discovery writing team over the, uh, over the, four seasons that they've done. But, yeah, but, but and are, I think that's part of the problem. Are these people... Because there's so many people. Yeah, so, so are these together. two people ones that like weren't given the opportunity to do the trek yeah, that they wanted? Did they have good ideas all along? And maybe some of those, I, some of those ideas were coming through on um, Discovery. Discovery, but not enough, you know, because they've got all these other people that they've got to work with and they've got to allow those people to have their two cents and it all just comes out as a mishmash mess mm-hmm. yeah no and it'll be uh i wonder if they were on picard as well whether it's all the same team uh i'm just googling that now uh akiva goldsman was also on picard but mm. not jenny lamette 
So I will look into them at some point, but I just yeah, I just wanted to just enjoy it for a little while, not think too hard about it. It just makes you wonder. It, it, it is this a question of Kurtzman and Paramount in general? Are they starting to listen to the fan base and think that, that's one question? Yeah, I because, hope so. I hope the answer to that is yes, because you could definitely argue that looking at this. Well, also another sign that they might be is when Picard, when Patrick Stewart first signed on to Picard, hmm. he made it perfectly clear that he did not want it to be a reunion for TNG. Yeah, he 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 and wanted that's literally it to... what they've advertised recently. <laughs> yeah, so I, I and I think apparently behind closed doors it was very much a thing of. He didn't just want to rehash TNG for no reason. And I th- I think they have been getting so much backlash because they announced that season three teaser of uh, all of the Before TNG cast coming back. Half of season two. And no, they, it was about episode two they announced wow. that. They announced that like episode two. And to me, that reads a sign of desperation of we need to turn this shit around yeah because as much as you might want to just try and appeal to new fans which is great but if you don't take the old fans along with you then you're you're sailing an empty ship it's Mm. yeah I i can't deny like i don't like the way that came across like obviously for years like so many fans, I've loved the idea of that of like getting the band back together, but because of the way it's um, been drawn out, with I, I didn't like uh, Picard season one really. I, I I tried to. I watched the whole thing. There were elements of it I liked, but then uh, season two, I've only watched. Two, I've barely. I don't think I even finished episode two before I was like, I can't do this. Have you still I'm not watched not it enjoy- yet? No, I've not finished watching it, and I don't know if I'm gonna. You know, I only mm-hmm. have so much time in the day and you know I've got people like yourself saying like oh there's a couple of good bits later on in the season but literally, it really is a couple of bits literally mate uh, in the entire season of season 2 of Picard I can give you time stamps for two moments in the last episode that I enjoyed and I think I might have to do that at some point because I don't think I can waste eight and a half hours yeah just and that is literally it. It was two moments. Yeah. Where now I'm in a situation where, as soon as I uh, uh, can, I'm probably going to rewatch Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Just because I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. And why the hell wouldn't you if if it's a product that you're really enjoying? And it's oh it's just I've so said, I've said so that good. before comparing the nineties track, you know, like our generation to this modern faff, this crap in Picard and Discovery, where all those series like you can just watch them over and over and over and like because there's so many of the episodes, sometimes you forget them and then when you have those stories retold to you, like, Oh yeah, I forgot this, but this is a really good uh, one off story here. And mm-hmm. even the bad ones are good sometimes. Yeah, you know, with TNG and stuff like that. But uh, but Discovery, I don't see that when I when I watched it, I thought like, why would I want to watch this a second time? Like, where is the rewatch sort of value to it? Mm-hmm. Just, just my no, it, but, no. Uh, it... But with with Strange New Worlds, you feel that straight away. Like, not only is there a good story, but just like 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 we've said about learning about the characters, it's like. Okay, now I know the characters a bit better. It'd be nice to see that story told again. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing them being the characters being introduced to each other. Um, yeah. We've not even like said spoilers or anything because um, because I'm guessing some people aren't going to want to hear specific stories on here well, because some people might not watch it for weeks or months. Yeah, because it's um, coming to Paramount Plus in the UK at the end of June. So the only way us uh, UK fans have got to watch it is by illegal means, which is an absolute clusterfuck on Paramount's part because so many people would have, would have at least done the trial to watch the first episode or two of Strange New Worlds 
if it was airing at the same time as America. Definitely. So I don't know why they didn't either hold it off in America or bring the network forward in the UK because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I completely agree with you. Like uh, preaching to the choir. And it's, but so we we won't give spoilers unless uh, it's maybe towards the end of the episode and we say like, okay, go away now. But yeah, we've managed to stay spoiler free, and it's looking good. It's looking good. I think I think I read that the first season is only going to have ten episodes. So we've got- yeah, I I could can believe that because that's the number they've been doing for the other shows, isn't it? Uh, it is Picard, roughly that it? sort of number. Yeah. It's kind it of a, it's kind of a magic number for a lot of TV shows these days to just do ten. And also, and I do fine. I do wonder if um, w- will each season represent one year in timeline? Because I, like, I tell you what would be good though if they did change it up to twenty something. Like on the next one, they just realised that like, hey, we did this two and a half decades ago. We can do it now because didn't mm-hmm. Voyager only have ten or thirteen or something on the first season? On the first season it did. I can't remember the reason why. Was that around the writer's strike? Oh, I didn't know if it was maybe just not having faith in it at the time. Like, just Mm. like the equivalent of a whole pilot season or something. Yeah. No, I think uh, it was uh, because of the writer's strike. Uh, uh, Oh, no, apparently it was just because... Of the way that they were launching the new UPN network, mm. and it started like the middle of when a season normally would be, so they just made it half the episodes. Mm, okay. Yeah, weird choice. Yeah, but yeah, I'd love like... to see it go back to twenty twenty two, whatever numbers mm-hmm. we had previously. Well, if it's episodes like this, then yeah, we'll be happy to. Yeah, but if if all we get is ten, as long as they're as good as the ones we've seen so far, like your. Telling me season uh, season three episode three is a great one. I already can yep. believe that very easily. Yeah, I know. I know there'll be some people uh, who who might like uh, like if you're a real continuity sort of Nazi about things, they'll be like, "Well, how's that possible?" Because of this episode in Deep Space Nine. And but the thing is, the issue that comes up in season in episode three is mm. it can be explained away. So I'm not even fussed about... I, what... Yeah, I've been happy to do that for years with continuity. Like, I'm always happy to sort of like, you know, just there'd be tiny little twists and differences where you can try and explain something. It's only when it's thing after thing after thing and it just sort of gets silly where it's just like, you're just insulting us, yeah. you know. But no, as but, long as but, it's but... Little, little things, if you can do it in a sort of Larry Nemechek way, you know, where you just say, yeah, but this and this and this, like, I'm happy. Yeah, No, and the thing is as well, the sort of thing that it is, it's not the same level of, we're never going to discuss Discovery or the fact that Section 31 has an entire fleet for the rest <laughs> of time. No, yeah. that that's not the situation. It's it's just a question of the one thing that they uh, that uh, ends up. It, they don't even say that they're going to keep it hush hush. It's just assu- you can safely assume at the end of the episode hmm. that it's going to be kept that way. And yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts okay. on it. But... Yeah, um, I won't watch it tonight because we're recording late as usual um mm-hmm. but uh yeah i'll definitely watch it tomorrow i think it, oh you you're going to enjoy it and and that's the thing it's it's got to the point where i'm looking forward to the end of the week just to watch new trek so what day is it officially unofficially coming out these I, days i think it's a thursday it? what okay. day does it because i always end up downloading it on a friday yeah uh what day does Strange New Worlds come out? Uh, it comes out on... It came out initially on May the 5th. So what day would that have been? That would have been, yeah, a Thursday. So it's every Thursday. But that's Thursday in America. So it'll be ready for us on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, so it's ready okay, for that's us good. on Friday. Yeah, it's a nice day for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice end, end of the week treat. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what happened since um, 
because it, it, I do apologize. We did say that we was going to go back to a weekly format, and then we ended up having a couple of weeks off just because oh, wow, of um, life in general. Yeah, we always say that. Anyone who's listened to this show knows we always say, yeah, we're going to be on every week. It's like, oh, yeah, two and a month, two and a half months later. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, Things no, we do it. apologize. Gen- just general life got in the way and then also yeah. recording with the Engage Boys. Uh, and um, since then, we've both had birthdays that I... Yes. Uh, did, uh, did you get any geeky treats? Um, I will have done... I've got um, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 on the PS4, nice. um, which we had been both looking forward to for like well over a year. And then it um, kind of flopped because they released it a bit early and there was all sorts of glitches in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that apparently has been mostly fixed, but there was so much damage done to the reputation of the company, uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, and the game itself. But you don't hear much about it now. It, it's kind of interesting story you know just that mm-hmm. never mind the game but i'm not kidding it took me over two days to upload the game onto yep. my ps5 it's oh crazy. no i could the ins- i think the install when i am um, downloaded because i got it when it was on sale because i wanted to get it day one but then i was like no i'm gonna wait and get it on my series x and then yeah. I was like, so I'll wait for the series that's x what i'd bought but with ps5 but like they're not even doing it well, and then the um, no, no, the uh, it it is uh, the, like they give you the free upgrade straight away. So it's, that's the, how it's, they did it. Yeah, yeah, it's the optimized version. But that I was waiting for the Xbox Series X patch to come out. So I thought, okay, then it'll be a couple of months. And mm-hmm. then as soon as it released, I was like, I just heard all of the reviews coming out, and I was like, I'm so glad I didn't get it day one. Yeah, because, me too, which I, I was tempted to because I, I fully bought into the hype. Yeah, and, and the thing is, it's it's a real um, eye-opener, I hope, to the industry that yeah. don't just stick to a release date for the sake of sticking to a release date. I say whatever form of entertainment is, wh- whether it's music, film, TV, take your time. Don't feel pressured into you know, releasing it on a certain release date just because someone in a suit says so. Like, you know, it's art. That That's what it should be. It should be the best thing it can be. And Like, there's all sorts of proof out there with films, TV and music and video games that, like, that can really ruin something. And not only did they ruin the game, but they ruined their own reputation, which is just sad, really. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the... Uh... They, they're the because uh, also they done the Witcher, the Witcher games, yeah, and everything else. So they had built up a lot of uh, like good, um, what do you call it? A, a lot of good just amount of really, respect, yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, a really high gamers. level of respect and good reputation within the gaming community, and then it just kind of got thrown down the pan. Yeah, doesn't. I'm I'm still how... really looking forward to all that being said. I'm still looking forward to playing the game. I've oh, not same really here. had the time to start because it's one of those games where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to have like two or three hours in the evening to like really jump into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I well, I was uh, looking forward to it. So and because the game flopped so much. It meant that like I could get uh, this bad boy from B&M like ages ago, which was the Keanu Reeves oh, yeah. action figure. He was down to like six quid. Wow, God, that that has got that must have been like 40, 50 quid or something to start with. Oh, that's the thing. It's a it's a minimum of a like a twenty quid minimum action figure. Like one of yeah, like the at least. At least. Yeah. So I was wow. well happy uh, when I was in B&M and I was like, yes, I will. Ha- I still haven't played the game yet, but I will take that. Yeah. yeah. And also not? what I would say as well is because I've started playing it and... Uh, oh, you have? I've only, literally, I only played it for about 40 minutes and I was like, okay, Lynn, I need to dedicate more time to it because I wanted to play other things first. Um, yeah. It's it's definitely not going to be a game that you can have with multiple different games going. I think no. And, well, that's what I'm like. I like to try and only have one game on the go. You know, really dedicate myself, like fully throw myself into it. And also, um, just by the character selection, it made me think 
I'm not sure if this is a game I'm going to be able to play when the kids are around because no, I it's don't like think so. because when you're even in your character creation, it's like uh, you have to select your dick size or whether you've yeah, got a I vagina yeah. and everything else. I was like, okay, then this is not going to be a daytime game. <laughs> no, no, it's like GTA on acid or something. Yeah. So I am gonna get on with it, but I have also, uh, but I, um, I completed last week uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. What was that like? Really enjoyed it. Well, it I, can't have been too bad if you were completing it, I suppose. Yeah. No, I loved it. I really, really did enjoy it. I know it's like yeah, I'd heard like, it was like a whatever you call it, like a sleeper game, or I can't yeah. know what to call it, but. Like, it's not yeah, well, it's, normally one that people would expect to be good when it's like a Marvel game. In fact, it's so often crap, isn't it, to be fair? Mm -hmm. when oh, these, yeah, um, the most recent Marvel things. game had been absolutely panned. Like the Avengers game. The Avengers one, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's, uh, I find the gameplay is just decent action-adventure sort of uh, like gameplay it, it's solid it's nothing like that like blows your mind you with... yeah especially and... if you're into the into the story but the story is brilliant is absolutely fantastic cool. and i really really enjoyed it i think it's really um picked up a second life because it came onto game pass as well so mm -hmm. suddenly loads of people are playing it through game pass and it's such a good game and it's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy it. If you ever see it, like, uh, like for like on the secondhand market or whatever, definitely well worth. I think I did up. see it like cheap on the PlayStation Store, and mm -hmm. I considered it briefly when I still had some money on there. I was like, you know, I've heard some all right things about this, but just so many choice, so many games like that I still want to play. Mm -hmm. uh, I did actually get another one on my birthday, Shadow of the Colossus, which is like a. PS2 game oh, no, they that's, remade. Uh, that's the Ori. Uh, uh, not yeah. Ori. Um, yeah, no, that's right. Something like that. Ori series, like three, three games that are all linked. Ico. Ico. Oh, is it Ico? Ico. So you've got Shadow and Last Guardian is the third one, I think. So this is the second yes. one, but I heard that you're fine just to go straight into it. Like, it doesn't matter. It's an entirely separate game. I haven't played them, but I have heard things about all of the games. And it's been yeah. those sorts of games that I've always intended to play at some point. If you see any video of it online, like it always just looks so interesting mm -hmm. visually. You know, but I've always thought like, oh, I've got to play those games. And I think it's like a Sony one, like Sony Studios or whatever. And it they is. Never seem to let me down. Like whenever I play their games, like I'm. Always having a good time, and also and it, I've heard, just... I've heard it, that I'm definitely going to play that at some point, even though it's like yeah. decades old at uh, yeah. this point. But I, uh, even I still want to play it, even though I've heard like the biggest fucking spoiler for the game, like, oh, story wise. Yeah, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell you that. But it's still, even knowing that, it makes me. I want to play the game. I um I was tempted to play that one before Cyberpunk, but then I thought, you know what, like I just that curiosity of Cyberpunk, I just want you know, if it's not fixed and it's awful, you know, it's as bad mm -hmm. as it was in all these videos that they showed when it came out still, I'll just be like, Okay, I'll just sell that quickly and come back to it in a couple of years if it's fixed. But yeah. Uh, but I've I've got confidence that it is fixed now. But, um mm -hmm. yeah, I'll go straight on to that other one if not. Yeah. Are you asking uh, uh, about geeky presence i don't know if i did get anything else geeky um i think in general we've just tried not to spend too much on each other just because we spent so much over christmas and mm -hmm. we just not got the money to oh that's it sarah had said as soon as it comes out she would get me the um teenage mutant ninja turtles cowabunga collection nice um which is excellent it's 13 games on one cartridge or disc or whatever um but I've been doing some digging, and I don't think it's coming out till Christmas. Oh, that's a bummer. So, yeah, that is a shame. But uh, I really look forward to that, as well as the new um, game that they're releasing, which is like a throwback to those games called mm -hmm. Shredder's Revenge or something. Yes. I think that one's coming out sooner, so I'll definitely be getting that. Excellent. Uh, Game-wise, uh, I also played um, 
a new game that came onto Game Pass recently called Tunic, which is Tunic. yeah, it's a it's an indie game yeah, that was published by Xbox, I believe. Well, it's on Game Pass anyway, and it's made pretty much by one guy. Other than like he then got people in to do the sounds and um, music for it, uh, but it's it that gripped me straight away. It was just a, a 3D view almost. Zelda-ish sort of game mm. where you play this fox who's like you wake up on this land and then you've got a it, it tells you nothing at the beginning you have to discover it all through just playing and you go around collecting you go around collecting pages of the game's manual so like oh, you right. press you press one of the buttons and then like in the manual it will give you like clues on like where you're going and what's been going on and kind of oh, reveals the story in itself and that gripped me straight away because I only started playing that about a week and uh, I pe- uh, I started playing that like about a week or so ago after completing Guardians of the Galaxy and I put in about like 20 odd hours within a week i straight away completed it this week and thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it so if anyone's got game pass i highly recommend tunic whenever i I hear you or anyone talking about game pass it does make me think that i shouldn't have switched from uh, xbox to playstation when i did because they haven't got anything anywhere near that good like they're only starting to talk about it now about the possibility of doing it, but I feel like they should have been doing it a year ago. You know, as soon as Xbox announced that stuff, they should have been doing. It. Well, that's the. It, it, we, I've seen all of the PlayStation Plus, uh, the new PlayStation Plus stuff that they're bringing out, and it's it's one of them things of there are games in there that I'm like, okay, yeah, I would play that, and then but there mm. are other games of it's just like with Game Pass when you get the day one releases on the new titles mm. it's it just it, it, game pass kind of blows it out of the water but it doesn't mean that i don't like playstation i've still uh, i've got my ps4 and uh, like oh, play i games still love there. it I, like i was saying before i've still got so many games to play mm-hmm. and you know and not enough time to play them all and i only like to play them one at a time so like i'll, I'll get around to them all eventually and if I run out, then maybe I will go back to the Xbox, but there's no point in me doing it now. Um, mm-hmm. The main yeah. game I've been playing recently, like I don't think it's a very long game, but I know you all know what it is, even if you've not seen it. I've been playing the Angry Video Game Nerd official game. Yeah, I haven't played it, but yeah, I do know it. It's just an old school like platform game, but with mm-hmm. um, just written dialogue swearing all the time on, on screen. Yeah, um, and just like dozens and dozens of references to the to the YouTube show Angry Video Game. So Excellent. Uh, you have to be a fan of that to actually appreciate it. Otherwise, you'd just be like, "What is this?" I've subscribed to Cinemassacre for years now. Same, I love it. It's it's one of those ones where as soon as there's a new video, I will always watch it immediately, whatever it is. It's like, like you messaged have... us the other night, and you was like, "Oh, you really enjoy." The new episode on Cinemassacre, and I literally just watched it like half an hour before you had yeah, sent that weird. message. And I would it, recommend that to everyone listening on the show today, even if uh, he's James Rolfe's angry video game nerd stuff is not your cup of tea. Like, go watch his video released recently on the Cinemassacre YouTube channel called Thinking Fourth Dimensionally, was it called? Something yes. like that. And it's all about um, like Hollywood or like two very specific Hollywood film locations in the desert Mm -hmm. and just how this like one cave uh, and cave area is just used again and again and again and again. But it's It's literally, especially in a lot of the things we just happen to like. Yeah. It's like whether it was like, it was the Batcave in Batman 66. Yeah. Uh, Also then it was used countless times in Power Rangers, been used in, Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine, Nine TNG, TNG, TOS, not sure if it was TOS as well, yeah. Voyager, it it's been using so many things. It was, it was really interesting because I find that sort of stuff interesting. I see because obviously the one that everyone goes to that like pops your head straight away is Vasquez Rocks. Yes, yeah. Because that's used in literally everything. Yeah, and, I'd love to go there one day. 
Yeah, but seeing that is just like, oh, okay, there's another location used just as much as Vasquez Rocks. Yeah, I might have to go there myself. I am, it, it, I am due to go to LA in um, in October, and I was saying to Wayne in a text, like, I've just realised I can go to Doc's house. I can go to all these different things. Yeah. And it'll be in October it, as well. You're going to have to do, like, some of the... Uh, some of the locations for yeah. various things. I have now purchased tickets to go to Universal Studios Hollywood, so mm-hmm. I will literally get to go on the set of uh, Hill Valley. That's where that nice. was. Most of it, anyway. Not all of it, but most of it. Yeah, you know, they at least the bit where the car drives. It it? They um, reused it for um, multiple things. I think that's even in that video where they've got... Yeah. That, that's the beginning of the video where they've got, like gremlins because yep. he keeps um sort of somehow on his computer making like the superimposing yeah superimposing the characters from one film on the scene of another so it's as if they're running or standing next to each other so uh i'll be doing that but yeah i just thought you know what? i'm in la like doc's house mm-hmm. and garage or whatever is still there and you can go to a couple of other places like the um the school like parts of the school it's like uh, a church also or something. Lorraine's house. Is yeah. So you can go and pretend that you've just fell out of the tree after. <laughs> yeah. After being a peeping tom, uh, and also like uh, Marty's house. Uh, you always see picture uh, people putting pictures of Marty's house. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely go to there. When, uh, I've if even read. Time. I've even read like some people that have gone to Marty's house to like go mm. and see it. One of the neighbours is so into it. That she would even come out and like give like a printout of like photos that she had taken when the uh, filming oh, was wow. going on. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like so. I I think it's, I'd, I'd listen um, to amazing. whatever they had to say for sure. And I think yeah, yeah, you're you're definitely gonna have some great locations to visit. Not only I know, for... but like um, they run a little shop basically out of uh, Doc's uh, garage. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm definitely buying some tap from there. I don't care what it is. <laughs> it's like I'm getting something. Just a pencil. That's yeah, that, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything will do. Yeah. Anything will do. Oh, I, do. I, I did get a, a couple of uh, geeky presents for my birthday. I managed yeah. to get a couple of new T-shirts, uh, which is oh, always cool. good. We got, oh, uh, I got a Back to the Future T-shirt. What am I talking about? Yes, we may have yes, even got did. the same one for all we know. No, no, mine's different. Mine's literally just like the logo because yeah. I hadn't had one with just the logo on for a while. Uh, so I got a new one of them. I also got a Ghostbusters one, which was like a Gozer. It like, had like the Gozer symbol in the little corner on the left and on the back it yeah. had like Gozer with the uh, temple behind her with the uh, terror dogs either side. Nice. It just says like, Underneath, like, says, like, are you a god? Yeah. Which is great. Well, I look forward to seeing that. Love that. And also got, like, a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt. Uh, but from Leanne, because this, it was very much, like, requested by myself. Uh, so I I knew it was hopefully going to be a very Ghostbusters-themed birthday. Yeah. So I, I got a Peter Venkman. Uh, oh, like the originals. Yeah, the, the re-release it's hard by Hasbro. because you're all pixelated on my screen. So it's the re-release. Oh uh, yes, definitely. Of the old Kenner uh, Ghostbusters figures uh, that they nice. done recently. So I got uh, Venkman. Uh, I'm so glad from... that they do that these days. Oh, same here. Because I got it, a brand it... new turtle recently. I got Donatello, and he looks exactly like he did in the '80s. But like for years, they've been going for like hundreds of pounds. Like the originals, which I know probably still means something to other people. But to me, I was like, I paid $20 for him in Walmart in America. And I was just like, I'm so happy. I don't care that this isn't original. I'm just happy to walk in the shop and buy him. Same here, because I'm just happy to have that same experience of having that figure like exactly like the one from from when you was a kid that I'm happy with. And I was that made me so happy when I was even in Smith's uh, the other day. And mm. I was like, "That's bloody Masters of the Universe figures." Yeah, and it's like the re-released Masters of the Universe stuff. I was like, "That just makes me so happy." Me too. Yeah, it's it's a nice feeling. And also, um, Leanne got me 
I gave her the exact link of the exact one that I wanted. I got uh, the uh, flight suit for my Ghostbusters cosplay when I. Oh, uh, so I've got the flight suit ready. I just am gonna order my name badge and the patch to sew on. Cool. No, so, no, I like it. Yeah, I look forward to seeing it come together. Yeah, so I'm slowly gonna be building my uh, cosplay ready for uh, next year when I buy Matt's uh, proton pack off of him. Yeah, very cool. So I, I, I'm very happy. And also, Neil popped over. He's like, uh, I, I got a birthday present for you, but I want to see you open it. He's like, because apparently it's not available in the UK at the moment. And oh. I was like, oh, okay, then. So I was really intrigued as to what it was. And it did really make me laugh, made me smile uh, when he got it for us, because it was not what I would have expected. It's uh, not Star Trek related. It's mm-hmm. Mandalorian related. Uh-huh. But it, was, it was a Mandalorian Mr. Potato Head. Oh, my God. Oh, God, that's crazy. And I had never seen it before. And I was just like, that is bloody awesome. As, I'm now at that point where it's like I love the rubber duck. And yeah. if you could get if you could get themed Mr. Potato heads of different characters that I like, I think good. that is awesome. So yeah, it's it's a Mando Mr. Potato head with a baby Yoda in his side patch. <laughs> side <laughs> satchel. Grogu. So, yeah, Grogu, not baby Yoda. Yeah. He's still baby right. Yoda to me. Yeah, yeah, it's acceptable. Yeah, but no, I, I, I do love it. Absolutely Very love it. Very good. Yeah, well done, uh, Neil. Yeah, that. great choice. But yeah, no, so I, th- it, I was uh, happy with uh, like that stuff that uh, happened. I'm just, do we speak in depth about the two episodes of Trek? I think like, maybe just let it sit a while, just because um, I don't want to overload, I don't want to like push people away. I just wanted to definitely share that with the people today, but we did mm-hmm. enjoy it. But let's, I reckon let's go away. Maybe do a shorter episode for once tonight mm-hmm. and we'll um, let people think about that. Let them decide whether they want to watch it and then we'll just save it. We'll do that soon, shall we? Like, Yeah. Yeah, no, we definitely can do talk like, more in detail. On. And then we can basically just say at the beginning of the pod, if you don't want spoilers, download this one and listen to it in a in a month or... Mm-hmm. But then, you know, if that's all we talk about then, then people can just save it if they choose to. Or going forward, we could also do full-on episode reviews for each Yeah, or, or, do, or do that, yeah. You know, because then... we just don't... Yeah, do, do like one uh, episode of Trekmate where we talk all about the very first episode and then next week we'll talk about something else completely. Okay, so thank you so much uh, for listening, guys. We're going to have a shorter episode this week uh just because we've uh touched on strange new worlds we uh, will discuss strange new worlds in full detail at some point uh very soon but also jude's got a dicky tummy and he needs to run <laughs> i need a mondo duke yeah he, <laughs> he, he, he's gonna be uh like on the loo for a little while so uh we're gonna cut the episode short uh before uh jude gets caught short yeah, so, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> so it's getting urgent, so we're going to head yeah. off. But thank you very much for listening, everyone. I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins, and that's Trek, mate. Your efforts to break the encryption codes will not be successful, nor will your attempts to assimilate me into your collective. Brave words. I've heard them before. From thousands of species across thousands of worlds. Since long before you were created. And now, they're all. Let's go! Enterprise destroys the cube. The Borg, they're blown up all. Ain't no sound but the sound of space. And from the cube, there comes a ball. Can you hit it? Can you hit the ship? Can your scanners do the trick? Out of time, the distortion takes. As back in history, they slip. Yeah. Another one becomes us. Another one becomes us, and another one droned, another one droned, another one becomes us. Hey, hey, we'll assimilate you, another one becomes us.
Check out the environmental controls while I'm gone. It's getting a little warm in here. How do you think the temperature raised on the decks of the Enterprise? The grabbing crew members, boy, it's sad and much to their surprise. Are you crappy? Are you terrified? How long can you resist the queen? Out of the alcoves, the drones, they slip. The card knows what this means. Look out. Sounds Swedish. Another one becomes us. Another one becomes us. And another one droned. Another one droned. Another one becomes us. Hey, we'll assimilate you. Another one becomes us. Unless you make that warp flight tomorrow morning, before 11.15, none of it will happen. And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. Get off my bridge. Report! Main power's offline, we've lost shields, and our weapons are gone. Today is a good day to die. Prepare for running speed! Another one becomes us. Another one becomes us. Another one becomes us. Hey, hey! Another one becomes us. Hey, 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 hey. Such a noble creature. Quality we sometimes lack. Plenty ways to assimilate men and one quite effective. You can tempt, you can mock, you can use your probes and leave to the collective. I'm adapting, I'm adapting for you, my technology all the while. Out of the plasma, I can hear you say, resistance is futile. Another one becomes us. Another one becomes us. And another one droned, another one droned. Another one becomes us. Hey, we'll assimilate you. Another one becomes us. listening to the Trekmate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.